0: Hello again, everyone. It is I, the Vault Keeper. Now, uh, (laughs) today, hmm, it seems like it is time for a new story, and the vault itself was very impatient today. Had to wake me up rather early for this story, but once again, this is my (laughs) occupation now as... Difficult as that is to understand sometimes. So, let me take a look at this one. What are we having today? Oh, this is interesting. It seems this is going to be another return to previous author that we had in a previous reading. But anyway, I will allow you to figure that part out. So, if everyone is ready, let's just take in a deep breath (sighs) as we open the story vault. Little Red Riding Hood by the Brothers Grimm There was once a sweet little maid, much beloved by everybody, but most of all by her grandmother, who never knew how to make enough of her. Once she sent her a little riding hood of red velvet, and as it was very becoming to her, and she never wore anything else, people called her Little Red Riding Hood. One day her mother said to her, "'Come, Little Red Riding Hood,' Here are some cakes and a flask of wine for you to take to grandmother. She is weak and ill and they will do her good. Make haste and start before it grows hot and walk properly and nicely and don't run or you might fall and break the flask of wine and there would be none left for grandmother. And when you go into her room, don't forget to say good morning instead of staring about you. I'll be sure to take care, said Little Red Riding Hood to her mother and gave her hand upon it. Now, the grandmother lived away in the wood, half an hour's walk from the village. And when Little Red Riding Hood had reached the wood, she met the wolf. But as she did not know what a bad sort of animal he was, she did not feel frightened. Good day, Little Red Riding Hood, said he. Thank you kindly, wolf, answered she. Where are you going so early, Little Red Riding Hood? To my grandmother's. What are you carrying under your apron? Cakes and wine, we baked yesterday, and my grandmother is very weak and ill, so they will do her good and strengthen her. Where does your grandmother live, Little Red Riding Hood? A quarter of an hour's walk from here, her house stands beneath the three oak trees, and you may know it by the hazel bushes, said Little Red Riding Hood. The wolf thought to himself, that tender young thing would be a delicious morsel, and would taste better than the old one. I must manage somehow to get both of them, Then he walked by Little Red Riding Hood a little while and said, Little Red Riding Hood, just look at the pretty flowers that are growing all around you, and I don't think you are listening to the song of the birds. You are posting along as though you were going to school, and it's so delightful out here in the wood. Little Red Riding Hood glanced around her, and when she saw the sunbeams darting here and there through the trees and lovely flowers everywhere, she thought to herself, If I were to take a fresh nosegay to my grandmother, she would be very pleased. And it is so early in the day that I shall reach her in plenty of time. And so she ran about in the wood, looking for flowers. And as she picked one, she saw a still prettier one a little farther off. And so she went farther and farther into the wood. But the wolf went straight to the grandmother's house and knocked at the door. "'Who is there?' cried the grandmother. Little red riding hood,' he answered. "'And I have brought you some cake and wine.' please open the door. Lift the latch, cried the grandmother. I am too feeble to get up. So the wolf lifted the latch and the door flew open and he fell on the grandmother and ate her up without saying one word. Then he drew on her clothes, put on her cap, lay down in her bed and drew the curtains. Little Red Riding Hood was at this time running about among the flowers and when she had gathered as many as she could hold, she remembered her grandmother and set off to go to her. She was surprised to find the door standing open, and when she came inside, she felt very strange and thought to herself, ''Oh, dear, how uncomfortable I feel, and I was so glad this morning to go to my grandmother.'' And when she said, ''Good morning,'' there was no answer. Then she went up to the bed and drew back the curtains. There lay the grandmother with her cap pulled over her eyes, so that she looked very odd. ''Oh, grandmother, what large ears you have.'' The better to hear you with. Oh, grandmother, what great eyes you have. The better to see with. Oh, grandmother, what large hands you have. The better to take hold of you with. But, grandmother, what a terrible large mouth you have. The better to devour you. And no sooner had the wolf said it than he made one bound from the bed and swallowed up poor little Red Riding Hood. Then the wolf, having satisfied his hunger, lay down again in the bed, went to sleep, and began to snore loudly. The huntsman heard him as he was passing by the house and thought, how the old woman snores. I had better see if there's anything the matter with her. Then he went into the room and walked up to the bed and saw the wolf lying there. At last I find you, you old sinner, said he. I have been looking for you a long time. And he made up his mind that the wolf had swallowed the grandmother whole and that she might yet be saved so he did not fire but took a pair of shears and began to slit up the wolf's body when he made a few snips that red riding hood appeared and after a few more snips she jumped out and cried oh dear how frightened i have been it is so dark inside the wolf and then out came the old grandmother still living and breathing But Little Red Riding Hood went and quickly fetched some large stones with which she filled the wolf's body, so that when he waked up and was going to rush away, the stones were so heavy that he sank down and fell dead. They were all three very pleased. The huntsman took off the wolf's skin and carried it home. The grandmother ate the cakes and drank the wine and held up her head again, and Little Red Riding Hood said to herself that she would never more stray into the wood alone, but would mind what her mother told her. It must also be related how a few days afterwards, when Little Red Riding Hood was again taking cakes to her grandmother, another wolf spoke to her, and wanted to tempt her to leave the path. But she was on her guard, and went straight on her way, and told her grandmother how that the wolf had met her, and wished her a good day, and had looked so wicked about the eyes, that she thought if it had not been on the high road, he would have devoured her. "'Come,' said the grandmother, "'we will shut the door so that he may not get in.' Soon after came the wolf, knocking at the door and calling out, Open the door, grandmother. I am Little Red Riding Hood, bringing you cakes. But they remained still and did not open the door. After that, the wolf slunk by the house and got at last upon the roof to wait until Little Red Riding Hood should return home in the evening. Then he meant to spring down upon her and devour her in the darkness. But the grandmother discovered his plot. Now there stood before the house a great stone trough, and the grandmother said to the child, Little Red Riding Hood, I was boiling sausages yesterday, so take the bucket and carry away the water they were boiled in and pour it into the trough. And Little Red Riding Hood did so until the great trough was quite full. When the smell of the sausages reached the nose of the wolf, he snuffed it up and looked around and stretched out his neck so far that he lost his balance and begun to slip. And he slipped down off the roof straight into the great trough and was drowned. Then Little Red Riding Hood went cheerfully home and came to no harm. Oh my. There is something about the Brothers Grimm stories. It's it's not all it's not all happily ever afters in these stories, that's for sure. But there is a reason this is one of the This is one of the stories that most children hear eventually because it's, it's the lesson behind it. It's the, it's the keeping out of, keeping out of trouble and not, not being tempted by strangers and there's a rather, (laughs) rather different way of putting it, but this is, this is one I've, I've always loved this one and this, this one's going to be one that's going to be pretty timeless, I'm sure. I, of course there are many different versions of this one, but the original was always my favorite, even though it is a bit on the darker side, but it is the Brothers Grimm. It's what they do. Well, thank you to all who joined me today. I hope everyone shares this episode with friends or family if you enjoyed what you heard today. And don't forget to join me next week. The next time we open the story vault.